Welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab. It is December 19th, and we have ourselves a Tuesday edition of the podcast. Welcome back. If you were here yesterday, we swept the board. 3-0, three-unit day. If this is your first day here, welcome to the party, and I'm glad to have you. Welcome to the family. Today, we have some NBA. Four games. Pretty slow, pretty small, little slate. Uh, we do have John Morant coming back, though, so uh, if you're excited about that, cool. I'm not betting on him. Got to kind of wait and see what's going on. You know, he's been with the team practicing, not injured, so he shouldn't really miss a beat, but never really been a fan of him to begin with, kind of before. I would think, though, like, you know, he's going to do something dumb, like a triple-double triple double as plus 1,800, double-double is like plus 240, maybe something to sprinkle on there to think about, or maybe I'll look at it a little harder. But... College football on today too, but it's just another one of those games where transfer portals are just nuts, and I just I I don't really know what to do with some of these lower level bowls. So like I'm kind of waiting out to get to more like ranked on rank type stuff uh, where players are gonna care and it's gonna make a little more sense, you know. And kind of holding out to it, which is just a bummer because I, you know, I've been so successful with college football and even with the podcast here. I think I'm I'm eight and one. You know, I think I've missed just one college football play, but. This game tonight versus UTSA and, uh, you know, Marshall, it's a 12.5-point spread. I thought maybe the the half, um, but it's sitting at 7.5, of course, and I would have liked minus 6.5. Uh, you know, Marshall doesn't have their starting, like, anybody. You know, they don't have their starting quarterback. The The quarterback that's going to be playing has got a touchdown-to-INT ratio of 0 and 6. Six INTs thrown on the year, and he's hardly played. They're missing, like, a running back, an offensive lineman. Some defensive guys. Uh, UTSA is missing, you know, the conference defensive player of the year. It's just, it's just a bummer the way some of these games are, you know. So <coughs> we'll get into it though here. Uh, like I said, three and day yesterday. I had some people, you know, in the new group that I'm in. Uh, made a little, made a little uh, parlay. They they put Goddard on there. I had mentioned him, so. Had a, had a good had a good Monday night football. You know, Lock, Lockett definitely got me, though. I need him to get 25 yards. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. I got, I got a little more of a complaint to come with that. But uh, to get into it, though, we recap yesterday. Hertz had uh, just 17 completions, so we we came under that, like, real easily. In that first drive in the third quarter, he had six completions, and I kind of started to, you know, kind of kind of sweat a little bit. Like, what's going on here? You know, let's stop passing. Um he had, he had the ball in like a two-minute drill at the end of the half, too, which I thought was going to hurt us, but he threw like three incompletions. He did. The Eagles have certainly looked off, um, and I'm okay with it. I don't like the Eagles, to be honest with you. Lee's favorite team to bet on. Swift ended with 74 rush yards. Uh, started out slow. Um, I have a buddy. Shout out to him. Text me when you hear this. If you listen, I'll know if whether or not he listens to my podcast. Uh, text him. I'm like, well, what the heck? You know, he's an Eagles fan. Like, is Gainwell a starting running back or what? You know, and it's just Gainwell, Gainwell, Gainwell. And, and, you know, eventually, you know, second drive, third drive, Swift took over and he started busting some nice plays and everything. And Gainwell only ended up with like six carries or something. But kind of hard to figure out what's going on in those dual backfields sometimes. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba. That big catch at the end definitely saved us here. I had that as a straight play. Um, in the in the discord and cash that one out uh, luckily with the the first bet but but uh you know lock was frustrating he was only really targeting his running backs and his tight ends <coughs> which kind of comes down to I, I mean it's crazy because like i talked about how you know philly has that slot 
uh, weakness. They didn't have Darius Slay, and it's like they just weren't attacking on the outside. They were running a three tight end set like the majority of the game, at least two tight end sets, like a single back, two tight end set, just running up the middle, running all over the Eagles. Uh, so locking only has 21 yards. doesn't get to 25. Um, I was going to go through and like do the math of like what percentage he was throwing to wide receivers versus tight ends and running backs, but, and Jigba ended up cashing. So I was happy for the three and no sweep. So I didn't want to go in there and do that resentful, you know, kind of studying or whatever for it. Uh, frustrating game though. Uh, one of those, I don't, I don't know if I said it, he had hit 25 yards and, and 12 straight plays. Obviously his line was like 40 something, but I had done like a little builder play where I needed him just get to 25. Uh, because you know he's just really good at beating like the coverages and you had you know backups you know in the backfield uh with slay out and it's just the game just didn't go the way i wanted it to unfortunately but today we're getting into nba and i'll tell you when i'm making these plays up it's definitely harder to come up with these in nfl or football like football just comes so much naturally i was even telling my wife like you know i i switched over to a new role here um a new discord and it's kind of just such a bad time because we're nearing, you know, our last three weeks of NFL regular season. You know, we're coming down to the last two months. Bowl games are just been terrible so far, and we're going to be stuck betting NBA for a while, which I do do well on. It's just, you know, it's just not as fun to me, unfortunately. But, but I'm, but we're winning. Don't get me wrong. We're going to keep winning. So, the first one I have here. All the games are late too, by the way. All ten o'clock starters here. For me, not really on any of the you know, early stuff. Uh, I maybe I'll mess around with like a double double for John Morant. They're eight point dogs. Uh, the second game is the Bucks and whoever they're playing. They're like fourteen point favorites or something stupid like that. Today could be a pretty crappy day to be honest. So so going after the games I think that are gonna have our best interest here. First one's gonna be Curry points over twenty. I have 28 and a half written down. We'll do, we'll say 28 and a half, 29 and a half, depending on where you get it. Um, I'll wait, I'll look and see what it is after this podcast. Cause I did do this before me and my wife went out to lunch about an hour ago. So I don't know where the lines finished up here. Uh, a lot of good reasons to like this bet today though. <coughs> ah, the cough. Sorry. Boston against point guards give up the fourth most points, second most threes in the league against Boston. He's over this number in eight of his last 10, including three straights, three straight. And those uh, last three games, he shot pretty well, lights out from three. Uh, I really like his threes today, set at four and a half, but a lot of juice on it. We're talking minus 140s, 150s, almost not playable. Maybe the line goes to five and a half, which I think then is going to be too high. But assuming he gets five threes today, I mean, we're already looking at 15 points. We're already halfway there. Obviously, he's going to get some other stuff going. He shoots 30 points per game at home. Now, you might say, Jort, he just had a terrible game. And I would say, yeah, you know, he did. That doesn't happen very often. Um, and a quick look of, like, some games where, like, he didn't have a very good game. He he, he bounces back in his next game, like, every time. Um, flying over this total. Uh, there was a game where he had about 13 points. Next game, he had 35. 12-point game. Next game versus Boston, he had 32. Another bad game. Next game versus Boston, he had 34. Uh, there was a game where he bounced back and put up like 47. I forget what it was when I was looking. So I don't have like specifics or like 80% of the time. It works 100% of the time. You know, it's he turns around, shoots better. He's got a really good shooting environment today. 
a good matchup today to, to take the shots. And I think he's going to be successful with it. Uh, he is facing Holiday, who is a, a pretty good defender. However, maybe, I mean, maybe they don't have Holiday on him. Maybe they have like Derek White on him or something like that. But in the games that they have, he has matched up, you know, played against on the other side, whether or not he was guarding him or not. Uh, against Holiday in games he's played 30 plus minutes he has 30 plus points in five of six games two of those he put up 40 points we have a good matchup today he just played bad he's at home where he shoots better the Celtics are giving up the second most threes the point guards the fourth most points and he's dominated the matchup against Holiday which not a lot of people get to say that He's also dominated matchups against some of their other defenders. Good look. We're going to have Steph Curry. 30 to get 30. Next one's going to be DeAndre Ayton points over 13 and a half. Another re, uh, kind of revenge spot here, right? Going back to his play, or playing against his team. He's already done it one time. Now he's going to be in his own building. <coughs> Last month when he played his old team, he had 18 points. And after the game, too, like, Devin Booker kind of made a comment like, oh, I wish he tried like that all the time. You know, like, he kind of took a shot at him. Uh, as in, like, you know, he kind of try-harded against, you know, against his, his team. And that's not that's not the kind of guy, you know, that he he normally was. So, you know, hopefully that got back to him. Um, Aiton against Nurkic has owned the matchup um, point-wise. In games where he's played 30-plus minutes, he's over this in four straight, 18 24, 26, 28 points going back to 2021. Um, in his last game against the Blazers as a son, he only had seven points, but he only played 16 minutes. So that was that one miss that he had. Only played 16 minutes, only got seven points. But you could see when he gets his minutes in, he has been able to dom- dominate the matchup against them. So regardless, you know, obviously he's only been on the one team, but at this point now, regardless of what team it is, he's still playing that against that same center. Um, you know, that, that primary matchup or whatever on the year. He averages 12.5 points in his career, uh, versus Nurkic, Nurkic, right? Am I saying it right? I don't even know. Uh, nearly 18 points. We need to hope that the Blazers can keep it close enough for him to get over his 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, obviously that'll increase our chance highly if he is going to continue to, uh, get his points there. Lastly, so that was 13 and a half points. Lastly, we're going to go on the other side we're gonna take the other center Nurkic gosh I wish I would looked up how to pronounce that double double and a win plus 110 Blazers have been struggling 6 and 19 record Suns have no problem should have no problem getting the win playing the opposite side of the eight matchup here obviously uh he is returning home for what I, th- I think is the first time unless I've, I've missed something uh, he's going to be fired up. He's going to be ready to dominate this matchup. Uh, obviously, they played each other. You know, recently he had 18 points and 12 rebounds. So you know, he obviously had the double double there. The Blazers allowed the third most points in the paint, and he was given plenty of opportunities to score last time he faced them. He, you know, he had a lot of open lanes. Uh, both of these teams play a pretty slow pace in games facing a bottom 10 or so pace team. He is six, uh, six to six to his pro- his uh, points total today. Um, averages 20 points per game as far as rebounds go in this matchup against Aiton, he has helped him um, or held him under his rebound prop tonight in four straight games in fact in his career Aiton has struggled to crack nine rebounds against him eight eight 
three, 13, six, eight, six, eight. You know, like he, he hasn't been, he hasn't been very successful. Um, and if he's going to shut him down on the, you know, on the glass, who, who else is going to be getting these rebounds? You know, in my opinion, I was going to try to look up how to pronounce this guy's name. Cause I sound like an idiot, uh, but it's not loading. So, and his, his prop total is also at 11 and a half. So we're, we're looking good, you know, so the books have an 11 and a half. They're assuming that he's going to be, you know, it got him set at about 12, 11 rebounds. We only need 10. He averages points. If you want to go after points, like, sure. I mean, that, that's a pretty great matchup, but I don't see, <coughs> dang it. Sorry. That was stuck on me. Sorry for cough. I don't see I don't see a, a situation where he's not going to get a double double today based off, especially his points is going to fly over and the domination that he's had against Aiton in the rebound department. We should be good. Um, let's see. That's it, guys. That's that's all I have. Um, let's go to to do the recap here. We're gonna go with Curry, Aiden, and Nurkic. <laughs> double, 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 and a win. I'm not recording this whole goddamn pod- podcast because I don't know how to say his name. Let me see here. Oh, there's an ad. Hold on. Y'all y'all can leave now if you want. Nurkic. That's what I was saying, I think. Right? There's just so many different names out there. Football's not as hard. Football's not as hard as the basketball players. Um, there we go, guys. As always, uh, Lunchtime Lab brought to you by myself every day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on social media. Uh, I do not think I'm going to do a podcast on, on Christmas. There's going to be a lot going on. Um, I do plan on probably giving out some plays on Twitter, uh, you know, just three plays like, Hey, this is what the podcast would have been. So make sure you're following me at live L I V E Joe J O E B E T S bets. So you can get those plays if you want. That'll be the one day that I'll probably skip here. Um, I'm sure there'll probably be some others in the future, but that's what I'm gonna run with for now. That's all I got for you guys. I'll check back with you tomorrow. Hopefully we're in for another sweep. Let's try to go three and zero today. If not, let's hopefully get another winning day. If not, we'll continue to succeed. Make sure you're following your units and sticking to, you know, that bankroll management. And we'll be fine to weather any storms that we might have to go through. I will catch you guys tomorrow and best of luck. Gotta get the bread, gotta get-